Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Other Modern. I'm that damn pipsqueak, joined by Dodger. Hello. And Hersey. Also, hello. Um, and today we're going to be talking about Team Unified Constructed, aka one of the greatest magic formats ever. Um, so, briefly, before we get into the nitty gritty of the MSEM specific nature of uh, Team Unified Constructed, the specific way Team Unified Constructed is played is uh, you get in teams of three, and while deck building, you're bound to the members of your team. So if one of you uses a non-basic card, the other two members of the team can't use that card. Um, way earlier in the format's history, back when it was a format that sometimes had like GPs for it, uh, the rule was about you know the total number of cards across all three decks couldn't add up to more than a playset, but that was a lot of bookkeeping, and that rule was just kind of abolished eventually. Um, so we use the newer version. Um, how gameplay then works is your team plays off against other teams in kind of a meta level best of three. So each each match is best of three, and whichever team gets uh, two wins first wins the you know overall match and moves on in the bracket. Um, the one other thing that's kind of a factor in Team Unified Construction and why it's such a fun format is the teamwork. Um, so in person you have people seated in order. And so what usually ends up happening is the middle person has to uh, be prepared to help the other two members of their team more because you can't switch your seats around mid-game. Um, so there's also some level of metagaming around, you know, ah, the middle person's going to be on either, on most likely the fastest deck and or is going to be the strongest player such that they can help out the other players, which means, you know, you can use that to some extent to get an edge in deck building, but I think it's, Kind of bogus. Um, with all of that said, given that groundwork, uh, MSCM had a Team Unified Constructed event, I want to say close to nine months ago. It was shortly before the release of Alara, which no was way two was submission that long. seasons. Uh, two submission seasons ago. Oh my god, was it actually that long? Yeah, I mean, I need like to pick up the... Or seven? Because we were, only, we're uh, only halfway through the current, the current season. Not even halfway. So... I'm checking, and right now it happened either in the tenth or the or sorry the um. Because I think I've only been playing MCM for like nine months. That sounds slightly fake. Um, <laughs> it looks like it happened in November of last year. Yeah, so that's six months ago. Yeah, six months ago. Okay. Okay, get on, Pip. Destroyed it. Facts um, and laundry. Time isn't real. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna bother editing this. We're too deep. All right. So, um, a little bit over six months ago, um, and. In the next month, we will be doing our second ever Team Unified Constructed event um, shortly after the re release of New Horizons. So we figured it would be a great time to kind of talk about um, what the format is like, um, all of our experiences with the format, and um, you know what makes this such a fun way to play MSCM. Um, so the first thing I want to discuss is the process of finding a team since that's one of the most intimidating things. Uh, since Team Unified Constructed is at its core, you know, much more of a team-based game than Magic is typically, since Magic is just traditionally a one-on-one -on -one game. You get to be a lone wolf, whatever. Um, the difference there is something that a lot of people struggle with from the get-go, especially people who have some social anxiety stuff. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the process that each of us went through. Uh, so, you go first. Okay, I can go first. Um, I honestly don't really remember. I think I just posted that like if anyone wanted me on the team, I would join. And then Caillou and Gateways were like, hey, Dodger, want to join our team? And I was, Dude, that was, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, that was pretty much all I did. 
on the complete opposite end of that spectrum, I uh, aggressively and proactively recruited my team. I first went for egg because uh, two reasons. One was eggs like a, a good player, an established that's worth it, an established player who's regularly does well, and also because when Pip was first pitching the idea of Team Unified Constructed, I forget who, but someone made jokes about uh, like Egg being the protagonist, and then I was like a Joey Wheeler type. So I had to go <laughs> to the same team as Egg for that. And then the two of us together in DMs decided we wanted to recruit uh, 6KJ as our third player. Is that because so, 6KJ could be your Kaiba? Um, that one wasn't for me, just because 6KJ was doing really well on Zero Combo, which also has very little card overlap <laughs> with anything else. So we figured so, like, this is an easy pickup to like not limit our deck options. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's something something interesting to keep in mind is uh Team Unified Constructed happened before Dodger began his reign of terror in MSEM. Um so at that point in time hey, Egg I was, was probably GP champion. I was GP <laughs> How do you want a GP? Because Egg won yeah, the last two right GPs. After, that was right after Wonderful. I played yeah, Wonderful that was, this event. Yeah, but that was okay. a fluke, doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a series of flukes every other month since then as well. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember because I I'm looking back at the previous comments. Oh, I Team Unified Constructed took a bit. That's why. Okay. So yeah. when I, when we were originally discussing Team Unified Constructed, I don't think you'd won a GP yet. Um, Egg had won the past two GPs, and I'd come uh-huh. in second place for I think both of those. I so uh, that was one of the things that we had been discussing, and I was like, I I obviously need to be on a different team. Um, uh, on August thirtieth. I send a message into the MSC channel, into the MSC general saying, instead of going to sleep, I will fantasize about a team unified MSCM tournament arc. Uh, <laughs> and I say, uh, for some reason, I'm feeling Caillou, Dodger, and Gateways as a team. Um, and a few oh, minutes really? later, I say, Egg and Hersey are on the team. Not sure who the third is. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and I also yeah, I mean, said, my I've team is me, right? Cyber, and Tyrant. Um, so, uh, <laughs> two, out of, two out of three ain't bad. I think I think Cyber was kind of off MSEM during yeah, that yeah. Their time. But obviously but yeah. that, that won't happen again this time, because there's no way Egg and Dodge aren't on the same team at this well, point. I mean, so, you, can't have, you can't have the same person on a team twice. Oh, that's fair. It's a team of all. So I guess uh, part of the answer for finding a team is have me assign you a team uh, arbitrarily. Um, right, because isn't there, there's like a, there's a, there was a forum where you could sign up and then like you would just get paired if you didn't want to like... Yep yourself basically and i also did um send out another sign up sheet that was asking people you know basically how serious are you going to take this um and i think that actually is a neat time for us to transition because that's an area of team unified construction where it sometimes can get bad and we had a couple of moments of friction amongst some of these teams um Mm. because if you go in and you're just like you know you're playing a meme deck you super don't care what's happening and one of your teammates really wants to win, that can create a lot of frustrating moments between the two of you. So yeah, it's important yeah. to make sure that the members of your team are all on the same page in terms of preparation and how seriously you're taking it. And also that everyone is just like, you know, uh, knows how to communicate without pissing each other off. Yeah, that's definitely really important. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I think our team, I guess I can... Is, is this the time to talk about that? or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our team, we all luckily kind of had the same mindset and we didn't we probably should have talked about it more beforehand but it kind of just worked out where like we all were like yeah we're gonna have fun uh we're gonna do like we're gonna do like a little bit of prep if we can like we brainstormed some ideas and then promptly didn't talk about it for the next like three weeks (laughs) leading up to the event and then brewed all our lists the night before 
Uh, oh my god. I, I actually literally remember brewing Caillou's deck card by card in the, like, two hours before the deck lists were due. Because um, Gateways and I, or, sorry, Ren, Ren and I already knew what decks we wanted to bring. Um, and luckily, I was able to only make a couple of concessions to my mana base. Um, and I let, Gate, I let Ren have uh, Intrepid. So, like, we were able to register Heart Attack plus Wonderfall pretty easily. Um, and then Caillou's list ended up being Jeskai Control, kind of a homebrew. Um, and I think I, I built Caillou's mana base for him, just, like, so we would ensure we didn't have any uh, non-basic overlaps. But Makes yeah, sense. like in terms of in terms of mindset, like we were we like we were kind of fortunate to just kind of be on the same page without having to worry about it too much. And like there were there were rounds where like uh, one of us would message the, the group chat and be like, "Yo, I'm playing my match soon. Uh, no need to like watch or anything. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna win anyway." <laughs> I, I, think, I think that was literally me. <laughs> and then like. So yeah, we, we didn't we didn't take it too seriously for the most part, um, which worked out well for. Yeah, I was gonna point bring up like you guys ended up winning, so clearly whatever strategy <laughs> you win is the only correct one. <laughs> we really did think, approach. Think, oh. Yeah, just as long as as long as everyone is like okay with what's going on and everyone is okay with voicing their opinions on how things should work, and we're like able to you know facilitate those kind of discussions. Um, that's that's all you need really. Yeah, we really did approach this from different directions because. As mentioned before, me and Egg chose 6KJ specifically because 6KJ was a successful combo player. So we were approaching it very much like we want to do well. We are going to plan around this and how our decks can like how we can build decks for comfortable with without stepping on each other's toes. We definitely had a much more competitive slant to how we approached it. And then of course, uh, lost almost immediately. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing that stood out to me the most about you guys, uh team was that all three of you were playing four colors oh yeah <laughs> kind of thing that later when we got to deck building but yeah there's a sneak peek we're all in four color decks oh sorry about that i didn't realize oh well, which huh? is funny because going into the oh sorry some overlapping audio there uh since my connection's struggling a bit um so oh, apologies okay. to our listeners down the line uh so should we move on to anything um i should briefly mention uh my team's process oh, uh sure, yeah. so yeah. I knew I wanted to team with Simon um, since he was just getting into the format, and I also think that the two of us um, get on the same wavelength in terms of magic stuff and really uh, help, you know, constantly iterate on things. Um, but when my first choice for third member, which was Cyber, fell through, um, I kind of was staring at the list of other people who were signing up for the event and trying to figure out of them, you know, who is the best player that I thought um would be chill with simon and i just like domineering the uh deck building portion and also who i thought we would work well with um so i ended up reaching out to split moon who at that point in time had played in one gp on a blue red thume list i had sent him um and basically as far as i knew skill wise was a fairly well-rounded player um albeit one who basically just likes to play blue red whenever possible so uh yeah that, that was kind of the finding process. And then in terms of gameplay, um, Split Moon's stream quality wasn't very good, so uh, Sam and I would hang out in voice chat for most of those games. Um, but in terms of the other two of us, it was a very coordinated team for showing up for each other for matches. Um, so yeah, let's talk about team building. Herzi, why don't you go a little bit into depth there? You mean deck building? Uh, yeah, or... sorry. What did I say? Team building. 
Ah, definitely. <laughs> My apologies. So the first step of team building is to like do trust falls. Uh, so for deck building, <laughs> there was a concern that the main like pressure point you want to find, the main bottleneck, is going to be mana bases. But we have this might not be true for this time because we're losing the crow deserts. But at least for the first one, we had enough different sets of playable duels that it wasn't too big an issue. Between we had six KJ on four color zero combo, and six uh, KJ was using a desert mana base, which helped. And then Egg was on uh, four color villainy, so Egg pretty much just got to say I get all of the black fetches and all the black uh, duels. And then I was the one that basically got what was quote-unquote left, but quote-unquote left meant uh, pretty much every other kind of fetch and duel available to us. <laughs> the, yeah, so... The main thing we were able to make concessions was stuff like uh, only one of us could get Nareba, only one of us could get Intrepid. I had to... My deck did use black, so I was on uh, a white-black Plague Land as opposed to a white-black Coral Land, which was technically a negative for my deck, but not much of one. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so um, did you say what your list actually was? You just mentioned oh. that it was the four I was colors. On, I was on red list Legend Weaving. So yeah. I was on Control. Egg was on a different brand of Control. And then, yeah, 6KJ's combo. Um, and at a glance, you guys won your first... Oh, sorry. You guys completely lost your first round. Yes. Uh, two quick 2-0s. And then um, you guys successfully... Uh, Two, two quick 2-0s to beat your round two. And then round three, um, uh, oh, my team beat you. That's right. But I never <laughs> had to play Egg, which was highly convenient because I was concerned. Um, so talk about my team for a second. Um, so uh, Simon and I went into the tank pretty deep. Um, we definitely overestimated how bad our mana bases were going to have to be. Um, so Simon and I immediately started investigating what are some powerful two-color decks. And this GP was, or sorry, this uh, Team Unified Constructed was actually one of the first instances, instances of someone other than Augur, um playing Burned in MSEM, um, at the very least at an event this big. Because uh, Simon and I put together a blue-red burn list that I like had a really easy 5-0 with in League. And I was like, I don't think there's any changes that we want to make for this deck. I think we can just ship this directly. Um, and, you know, a couple things got moved around slightly in terms of sideboard stuff. Uh, mostly in preparation for, you know, who we thought would be our likely opponents. Um, but that deck, we locked in pretty quickly. So Simon and I were what was left, and Simon pretty quickly uh, fell interested in Will of a Fickle Lord. I was like, this card seems really powerful, um, especially when combined with a basic heavy mana base that allows you to board in Blood Tide, because we made the assumption that people would be on four-color decks that really, or, you know, even three-color decks with really non-basic heavy mana bases because they were stretching. Um, Blood Tide ended up being a really awful uh, card. Like, even in the matchups where it was meant to be good, it was bad. Um, So, cannot say that that worked out. But the general idea of the deck was fairly sound, and it beat up on a lot of the decks we expected to beat up on, and it lost to a lot of the decks we expected it to lose to. Um, And I was playing another four-color control list, because apparently that's just something you can do reliably in this format. Um, and I was playing uh, four-color uh, whitelist uh, Assailant, um, where I had you know three Intrepids and uh, three Markarth Assailants as basically my only win cons. Um, oh, and a one of Monument of Queens, of course. Um, 
but just the the biggest, baddest, hardest control deck that uh, ground everything to a halt, slowly gassed up with Worlds Away, and, um, you know, did that whole thing. So uh, I definitely was playing to my strengths, and when I got to play, I definitely, um, I definitely had a good run. Uh, most of the people I played in the event was Caillou. Um, I played, <laughs> let's see, one, two, three. I played six, uh, six different matches. It's actually a lot of matches in the grand scheme of things, but literally half those were versus Caillou. Um, <laughs> I yeah. lost 0-2 versus Thum, uh, and I think otherwise I 2-0'd or 2-1'd. Basically 2-0'd everyone except for Caillou once, and then I 2-0'd Caillou the next two times we played. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a pretty fun run as far as that goes. Uh, Dodger, how did your team's deck building process work? You mentioned it was basically all immediately before, but... Okay, I, 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 okay so I remember, like, I didn't really care too much about it like beforehand and I was like I don't want to have to think too hard about building a deck. I just want to like I just want to GP with this Wonderfall deck. I really enjoy playing it. Um and I think the deck's really good. This was before Into the Unknown got nerfed as well, so the deck was like kind of bonkers broken as well. Um so I specifically remember like saying in the chat, just give me Wonderfall, I'll I'll shit on kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> And then you guys can do whatever you want. And I like dipped out of the chat for, or like I muted the chat, didn't look at it for weeks. Um, but like besides that, uh, Ren ended up uh, building their, like a variant of their, um, whatchamacallit, hard attack deck. Um, this is back with uh, pre nerf Intrepid. So that was the one concession I made, or I made two concessions basically. I was like, okay, Ren can run Intrepid, and uh, Ren, you can have Monument of Queens. Um, I think. Did I take the Nareba? Uh, uh, I did not. No, no so I gave had Ren the Nareba, which makes we, more sense. Right. We had the Nareba, we gave Ren the Monument of Queens, and then I took fucking White Run Gates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what? I wonder what utility lands you ended up running. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Monument of Queens was nice, uh, and I definitely would have... Uh, I think it, it would be in the optimal version of the deck, but you don't need it to win with Wonderfall. Um, and Intrepid, I ended up replacing with Hunting Experience, uh, which actually worked surprisingly well. Um, being able oh. to tutor for, for Seeker of New Horizons was actually pretty relevant. Um, I still think Intrepid would have been better, but like I didn't feel the absence of it too much. Um, and then Caillou was basically like, I think a couple hours before the the deadline was like, all right, guys, it's brewing time. <laughs> so we brewed this. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Jeskai control list um, that basically had a couple, one of uh, Walker's three TT Aegis, um, a playset of Unceasing Flames, and an Ares Pillar as the win. Um, besides that, we made some choices. For there was also like, a one of Ares Pillar in the list. Yeah, I just said that. Uh, oh, like, sorry. Pip. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, Caillou was really interested in Script Kitty, and it worked well with the Unceasing Flames. So. Um, we had like playset of Cash, and then Caillou picked uh, his removal spells du jour, uh, Fire Erasure, and Pierce the Storm. Um, so it was like it was like a very Caillou deck with a lot of like all-purpose unconditional answers, or mostly unconditional. Um, and uh, so for matches, I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure we went two one in matches every single round. Like every single round, one of us would lose, and then the other two would win. Um, Love uh, except, I think for most rounds, it was just me winning, and then, like, Caillou or Ren would win one of the other ones. So, like, we beat Team 7, we beat uh, we beat Pip's team, we beat the Pirates of the Jade Sea. I don't even remember, like, what decks I played against. I just, 
Wanderfall was so <laughs> disgusting. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just I just wanderfalled people. Um we beat oh so then then we were in the finals, right? Um Pip's team came up through the lower bracket, and then we had so we had this like rematch against against Pip's team. And the funniest thing about this matchup was like uh the three matches were Caillou versus Pipsqueak, Simon versus Ren, and me versus Flipman, right? Uh-huh. Uh Simon versus Pip was like 95-5 for, for Pip. And Ren versus Simon was like 95-5 for Ren. So basically those two matches didn't matter and just canceled each other out. And it was just about Waterfall versus Burn. <laughs> and I mean but, that's a that's a kind of crazy matchup. Yeah, because both decks are just trying to murder each other super fast. Um and I think I lost the first time, or sorry, I lost the second time we played. So then we had to do the whole match over and over again because uh, it was like the bracket a, reset. Yeah, it was like it was a, double elim. Right. So um, at the end of the day, we had to sit through two, not not one, not two, but three, um, basically meaningless matches where I think like there was one game that that went the other way. But besides that, like, yeah, it basically just came down to. To burn versus waterfall, and waterfall ended up taking it. Um, no, it was actually a clean two zero in all of those things. Like I remembered it, thinking, like, okay, maybe we can steal one of these games for the. Oh, no, I remember. Versus. I remember we stole a game on Caillou versus you uh, the first time we played. Uh, that was back in round two. Um, in well, I, I was rounds. I was counting round two actually. So. Okay, sure. Got it. I see. I, I, I meant like over the course of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. the uh, The reason I was confused is we did the um, round uh, the. Uh, finals and grand finals um, back to back. So immediately after the 2-0 of me versus Caillou, we did another um, we did that again. I don't think we had to, but I think I think Caillou in, was just like yeah, let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, which I respect that decision. God, I remember that, like that was just such a that was so miserable playing it because like Caillou had so few ways to win and the games took so long Yeah, but, like we had to um, play the it was it was rough. There was definitely a moment um, where I thought I was convinced I had thrown one of the game, like a game one, because I tapped out to ca- I Caillou like end step cast T twenty three Aegis, and I spent an unraveling countering it, despite the fact that I had an Exeunt in hand, and Caillou just untapped and slammed an Aviana, and we were like, well shit, now we got to beat that, and somehow just because of how good the deck was at just you know one for oneing and just pressuring the board and stuff, whatever. Mm. Um, I ended up muscling through an Iviana that activated like four times or something crazy like that. Um, yeah. Both uh, both those games are just... Uh, Mark Hearth Assailant is not a card that I think anyone is going to shed tears over. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm shedding uh, a couple. No, <laughs> they're not allowed to. Uh, um, I think uh, just to uh, juxtapose what your uh, team's atmosphere was like, our team's is basically like, if we're if we're around, we'll watch. Uh, and if you want help, just ask for it. But like otherwise, we won't like butt in too much. Like I was often like in the background, like I don't know, watching Netflix or something. And then like people be like, "Dodger, get in here!" And be like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then playing Wonderfall, it was kind of this like, "Okay, no, I know what to do here. Shut up." <laughs> for us, so, uh, I know the Wonderfall yeah. line. For us, uh, most of the games that people were on to watch were Otters games. And it was a kind of entertaining dynamic where it was just me and Egg in our group chat being like, okay, obviously you're the one that knows how to, you know, knows all the lines in this combo deck. So 
we might not we might be wrong here, but we think you should do this. Then a couple minutes later, we get Augur saying back, "Oh, I didn't you check chat." Six K J. My bad. Six K J is Podney Zero, and me and Egg would be in chat being like, "We think this is the line, but we don't know your deck that well." And then a minute today, or six KJ would come back in chat and say, "Oh, I didn't read chat, but you're right." And then we keep, keep playing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then the rest uh, of it was just the me and six KJ dunking on egg because our team played in three total rounds, and in three total rounds, uh, egg played a grand total of two games and lost both of them, <laughs> and then didn't play in any of the other rounds. That's uh, sorry for the noise in the background. All good. <laughs> Uh, dog is getting somewhat upset, um, as they say. Yeah, so my team, um, as mentioned, we couldn't really watch Split Noon actually play uh, because of lag issues. But uh, Simon and I made it a point of clearing schedules to watch and um, you know talk to the other while playing um, because both of us are players that really benefit of it from it. Um, I'm a very intuitive player, so I kind of just like impulse play things. But given that I was playing like the biggest, greediest, slowest control deck. There were definitely a lot of moments where I benefited from sitting down and just, like, talking through my line with Simon long enough to realize, ooh, I really shouldn't do that one. <laughs> I should I should have this plan instead. But I think there were very few moments where either of us said something, and it's like the other one hadn't thought of it somehow. Um, but I think one of, that's one of the most important things in Team Unified Constructed is everyone being on the same page when it comes to... Uh, when it comes to that type of communication. Um, you don't want to be in a team where one member of the team thinks that you're always going to be in voice chats and you're always going to be telling the other one, no, you should do this, and the other one does not want backseat advice. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, we were all on the same page about it, pretty much. And I think, like, Caillou would oftentimes try to ask for input on his plays. Um, yeah. Which I was happy to provide, like, if he needed it. Uh and I think Ren would also ask for input a lot. And then me, I would mostly just be like, I'm going to do my thing, but like on the key turns, uh, we, we spend some time talking about plays, for sure. But like for the most part, uh, I was kind of just like on autopilot. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that all three of our teams ended up being two control players and a linear player. Uh, Burn in our case, uh, Zira in uh, Hersey's case, and uh, Wonderfall in Dodger's case. Yeah. Um, but all of them saw very different flavors um, of control deck. Well, control is the best archetype. Yeah. So and then we can yeah, go watch the Why You Should Play Control, control podcast. Right yeah. <laughs> um, I think there was very few deck list overlaps amongst different teams also. Like, there were two the, Chop Shop players. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah, there were two Chop Shop decks, and there were two versions of Blue-Red. Um, I think both there were a lot of like, there are a couple different Abzan decks, but they all had different flavors. Yeah, like, I'm not counting the decks that are like, oh, well, this is a uh, villainy Abzan deck. And that's basically the same thing as the, um, you know, Abzan like, uh, heart was, attack deck. Yeah, Abzan control but, played by uh, Emily. Uh, Abzan villainy played by, uh, who was it? Lord Ambrose? of Coral. Um, Abzan heart attack played by Ren. And then I think... Exec was pretty much Abzan, more or less. Abzan slash Egg's favorite walker. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very diverse field, which is one of the kind of nice things about uh, Team Unified, is it usually forces people outside their comfort zones, um, at least conceptually. Uh, <laughs> I definitely found that the restrictions on Team Unified constructed 
didn't really impact us as much because MSEM is a much flatter power level than, you know, formats like Legacy or Modern, where, you know, whenever there's Team Unified in Legacy, it's like, well, you have one person who gets to play Brainstorming Force of Will, one person who gets to play City of Traitors, and one person who's like, I don't know, Dredge or something. Yeah, um, I think that your team will really benefit from having someone who plays some kind of uh, very non-generic deck. Like a deck that has a lot of cards that don't want to go in any other deck. Um, yeah, like a deck specialist, but ideally not a deck specialist who, for instance, needs the Cane Dancers and uh, needs all of the blue lands and so on. Yeah, particularly particularly if uh, you can get the mana bases to not line up, because um, like I think Hersey's uh, team's case is kind of a special case. Um, <laughs> yeah, particularly a bit. because of the desert stuff, and then how one of the decks was basically a mono black deck. Um, um, and also, yeah. that's back when Murky Pete was really stupid. Right. Yeah. So that being said, we don't have deserts for this next. We won't have deserts for this next team unified. Yeah. But I have recently found out that. The pain lands and shifting mana base is also just really consistent. So there's still good alternative mana bases out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a team without you on it is going to be able to pull that off, though. That's, <laughs> that's my genuine opinion. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm inclined to agree. I think we've. I think it's kind of just fundamentally true that there's a lot of mana bases in MSCM that are underutilized and like underdeveloped. Um, yeah. One of the things that uh, CFT Soft was contributing shortly before leaving the format was just finding the random ass mana bases that no one was using. Um, one of them involved, there's a time spiral, uh, there's a land that Matt made that has tap, add, CC. You can't use this to cast spells. And then using that alongside filter lands. Oh um, my goodness. Nice. <laughs> that sounds, which that sounds like, insanely inconsistent, actually. I don't know if I like that, but it, it's there, there were Yeah, there were a couple other things going on that made the deck like more likely to do it but also that deck was kind of held together by the london mulligan and a prayer um, yeah. <laughs> but i do think it's true that there's a lot of under explored mana bases and a lot of um a lot of lands that you can run that are actually not substantially worse than the uh check lands or pay lands um the wedge slash shard duels i think are a great example of that mm-hmm. um this this gp or sorry this team unified event I believe still had um, not typed torment lands, but still had torment lands. Um, so yeah, I mean, and only Dredge was playing those. This was like yeah. old unnerfed Dredge. Uh, no, this was immediately after Dredge was nerfed because um, oh, okay. we had an issue where one player had been prepping with Dredge for the like three or four week lead up that we had because of when we announced the team unified event, and then we gutted Dredge basically entirely, especially the mana list build. Or mana light build, um, Ooh, <laughs> and that uh, that kind of ruined things. So that's one of the reasons why this team unified event I'm not officially announcing until basically right before it's happening. <laughs> so that's that sense. that's where we're at. Yeah, I think um, you also don't need an insane amount of prep time. Is like yeah. what we found out basically. But yeah, I th- I think the most important thing is making sure that your team is all on decks you're comfortable with. Yeah. yeah, and also yeah. like that you that you find a good team that that works for you. Like that's that's really yeah. important. Yeah, I think the, I think the players are more important than the decks. Yeah. And on the occasions where there are uh, card conflicts, to be open to like a give and take style of thing. Like if someone lets you have a card, be willing to like just yeah, you can have this other card that you want kind of deal. For yeah, to, be able, it, to not just want to have 
to be willing to like give up your own precious points, other people can play the decks they want a bit as well. Being open to flexibility. Yeah, that's um, why I think like honestly, people should kind of kill to have me on their team because I'll play whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking people want. Like I don't I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I think I think it's really true that MSCM right now is not really full of deck specialists. Um, that's something we might see change slowly, but outside of, you know, people like Plipster who have been bringing, uh, you know, Thum nonstop, and before that we're bringing Dredge nonstop. Uh, crush Castles? The Crush Castles on Crazy Train every single time. It's yeah. very rare that a deck gets played by the same person multiple times. Um, I can see it happening with myself and Rug Tempo at this current rate, but that's subject for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> the But, like, otherwise, I don't know, like, if you give Hersey 57 main deck cards and three Thunder Roads, the, you know, there's plenty to be done there. And not a yeah. lot of decks care about Thunder Roads. I'll build whatever flavor of Thunder Roads you want. That's my contribution. <laughs> um, I need Thunder Road for my Chunkor deck. What the fuck? I could probably do that. <laughs> I love the idea of Hersey having to build a Thunder Roads mana base that also casts Amicera of Antiquities on three every single <laughs> turn. Or sorry, every single game. Uh, the one other thing I would say is I I think actually Team Unified constructed really how to phrase this skill gaps weren't as big of a deal as I thought they would be um, and I think some of that is again MSEM's fairly flat power level and also fairly flat player skill level like there definitely are a couple of exceptions but the majority of matchups that I watched and that I checked there were plenty of upsets uh, for instance I definitely expected uh, Team Protagonist to actually win it and instead they got knocked out very early Woo! Um, that let you down yeah thank you <laughs> really appreciated it <laughs> um, yeah, somehow a team with uh, Dodger on it actually ended up winning. That's crazy. Big if true. Um, but that's that's the one thing I would kind of generally advise is don't worry too much about like team power levels. Don't, just find people you ideally like working with, and then at the very least don't mind working with, and work with those people. Yeah, um, I think one thing I would say like if you're like a newer player and you. Um, like, are worried about potentially participating in this kind of thing, like, trying to find a team with, like, one person who's willing to be, like, a leader of sorts can really help. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think, like, um, or or better yet, also, like, I think Split Moon had a really good situation where it's, like, um, you have two people who are, you know, able to guide you a lot more, or at the very least, like, one person who's very familiar with the format and can help inform a lot of decisions with decks and stuff like that. Um, and, like, you can just mostly focus on your own play um, while also getting help from other people. So, like, it's more it's mostly just about knowing what works for you. Um, and my guess is that if you're a newer player, being on a team that's not just two other newer players might also help. Yeah. Um, I think the other kind of big piece of advice I would give there is it's, it's just another instance of, um, you know, playing for fun. So... At the end of the day, there's no stakes, there's no entry fee. Even yeah. <laughs> if you show up and you play awfully, you go 0-4 and, and your team loses. A, other members of your team had to lose. Um, I think it's really important to remember that you'll never be the only reason your team got knocked out of the event because someone else had to lose to get to that point. Exactly. Um, so you can always blame it on someone else. Yeah, I mean... That's the <laughs> lesson. My, my lesson is definitely like the more more in this sort of event than any other event. The blame is never on one person, which also means, you know, like, uh, as a corollary, there shouldn't be blame. Um, 
just enjoy the decks you played, except you might hit some bad matchups and kind of just roll with the punches. Um, the other big thing I would say is I definitely liked the secrecy of Team Unified Constructed, especially because you it isn't like totally secret. You can talk to your team about it plenty. Um, but I think it's definitely easy to go overboard on that front. Um, and in general, there's not a lot of metagaming that can be done for Team Unified Constructed. Um, even yeah, I mean, with, we, we think our numbers are random. Yeah. <laughs> even, even with the teams locked in advance and orders locked in advance, so you knew, okay, I'm going to have to play against Egg, um, uh, Plipster, etc. Uh, like, I, I went down my list um, of potential opponents, and I slightly tweaked and tuned my sideboard for it. But even that, it was mostly conjecture. It was mostly, well, Egg is the... Uh, Egg and Caillou are the only possible control players we'll run into, so I'm going to just run like four negates on my sideboard and kind of call it a day. Um, and I should really tune for linear decks that are going to just smash me, um, because that's the majority of my style of opponents are going to be on. So if, like, so if we look at the bracket and you find that you're going to be up against, you might be matched against Crush Castles because he's in the same seat as you. Dedicate all 15 of your sideboard cards to the crazy <laughs> matchup. Go all in on that one potential matchup. If it works, it works, but I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> um, the the other thing I would say on that front, though, just like kind of putting that into context, is don't be afraid to just drop your current list in deck building. Just don't say it's for Team Unified Constructed. Because people brew all sorts of decks in MSEM all the time. They're bringing them to different leagues. They're bringing them to different GPs. No one is going to look at a deck that you post in deck building and assume, oh, that must be what uh, they're on for Team Unified Constructed. Like, it might enter their possibility of different decks you could be on, but if you had a really good GP run with a different list, I think that's probably going to be higher on their order. And also, it sounds like my team was kind of anomalous with how much we like thought about the meta of what other teams were going to be on. So uh, I'm pretty sure you prepped more than like every other team possibly combined. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simon, I just really enjoyed the prep process. Like, it definitely was more of this is the end unto itself because prep is fun. Um, yeah, makes sense. But hey, it almost worked. Emphasis on almost. Almost. Wonderful. XD. <laughs> I'm just saying, our team had much fewer nerfed cards after that event. Just putting it out there. Oh, I'm going to miss Splitting Blooms so goddamn much. That's um, sad. So, what things are y'all excited for for the next uh, Team Unified Constructed event? Um, I know we just went over some things, but like, what uh... are some things that are on your mind for that event? I'm pretty sure I'm gonna run it back with Caillou and Ren. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I think I think Caillou expressed uh, interest in doing that, and we had a cool name, which was the Draft Dodgers. Um, and we we did this thing where like when we won, we made all of our cards, all of our promos from the same artist, which is pretty cool. That was so neat. Yeah. Now we're now we're uh, crowned by blood, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, it, uh, we're probably gonna run it back unless. Uh, Kai or Ren want to go with different teammates, in which case, I don't mind. But it'll be fun. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably be flexible with whatever I want to play. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to play with my partner, who now is involved in MSCM, and who is also someone who compulsively preps for events. Oh, I'm not sure. Who, oh, I'm not goodness. sure who our third player is going to be. Um, I've been considering trying to poach someone from another team that did well. Or just like reach out to Simon again. Uh, My buyout is fifty dollars. Interesting. I <laughs> I'll send you. I'll Venmo you money for a single poke. <laughs> My team didn't do well, so I'm safe from being headhunted. <laughs> yeah, uh, if anyone wants to coach me from the draft dodgers, uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> you have, you have <laughs> to beat one poke. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for the prep process again, as far as actually playing the matches. Eh, uh, take it or leave it. Um, but really <laughs> excited to play. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a really it's going to be a very uh, shaken up format in general because of you know the whole situation with like leaving cards and the new horizons and everyone's going to be experimenting with the new horizons cards um so like you know it, it's a release month and release months always have a lot of stuff going on so um i'm excited the thing i'm most excited for is uh the actual talking to your teammates during the game especially my the idea of talking during my teammates games because people may have noticed that i've been spending a lot of time uh nitpicking people's plays during Caillou's bods. <laughs> and the fact that I could do that but be justified about it, oh, delicious. Because I, I really do like trying to figure out plays from an outsider perspective. Yeah, one thing to know about um, about uh, this event is that um, we, we have hands open for spectators, but we ask as a result that members of the team don't spectate the match. That way, you know, you don't have perfect information. You can't cheat. Uh, exactly. You got to use good... You gotta use Discord screen share. Discord screen sharing. Um, but uh, one of the advantages of watching those Caillou VODs is you have that perfect information, and it makes what's the play scenarios way easier. Um, so <laughs> I also slightly caution teams who are getting excited about that. Um, yeah, I will say like, things are more difficult as long as your team has a good method for communication and talking about like whatever, whatever. So like game actions, right? But yeah. having a team can really help you slow down and not just like click buttons at random. I, I'm, I'm a strong going to do before you do it in the team chat, uh, ideally voice chat. But like, like hey, who knows? Um, doing X, then you can say, yeah. oh, that. Yeah. All right. I will get a bit distracted by the team chat, so you might be a bit more likely to miss like upkeep triggers and stuff. So keep an eye out for yeah, that. Hello, everyone. Uh, sorry for the abrupt ending. Um, unfortunately, the recording software we were using started to glitch out pretty heavily towards the end, so I've actually cut out um, right at the end where it started to uh, degrade. So thank you all for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to record, um, and look forward to more of the other modern content soon.